Talk 93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And good Saturday morning to you. Thank you for joining the CEO Roundtable Show. I'm Fred Perry. Glad to have you with us this morning. We've got some very special guests in the studio this morning, and I'm excited to have this conversation. This is not the typical conversation that you might hear on this radio station, and it's not the typical conversation that you might hear on a business CEO program. But this is a topic that is on the minds of a lot of CEOs in our community, and uh, we're going to talk try to tackle some tough topics this morning and uh i'm very pleased to welcome uh to the uh eagle studios the most reverend james gray good to have you reverend good, good morning. morning good morning and uh shonda hamilton who is the founder of the boone county Commun- community against violence uh not-for-profit and a brand new organization good morning shonda great to have you good morning and thank you uh, well it's uh we have a lot of things to talk about and and i, I thought i'd start with uh just backgrounds and and uh reverend we're going to start with you uh most people People uh, rem- know you. They remember you. You've been around for a long, long time here in Columbia. And um, I saw on Facebook you posted a picture of you from the Mid-Missouri. You were on the cover of the Mid-Missouri Business Journal. Um, and um, that was um, that was a long time ago. You had hair and uh, sideburns. And, and um, you were a mere shadow of your former, of yourself. Fred, uh, <laughs> thank you. I was young then, and I am young now. That's right. Well, tell us about your background. How did you, you are currently a pastor, a chaplain, a community leader. Uh, talk about your background, how you got to where you are today. Well, Fred, you know, I, I have so many people that I could tell you the reason why I do what I do in this community. I got so many um, mentors who paved the way for me to say, if you grew up in this city and you watch this city, you ought to love the city that you live in, Mm -hmm. and therefore uh, I need to give back uh, to the city. Yesterday, as everybody know, we have a, a going home celebration from my friend Hank Waters, yep. who at the age of 11 mm-hmm. gave me a paper boy job. Right. And um, that's been dear to my heart forever because I've watched what Hank have done. And then, of course, my great uh, mentor, Dick Walls, who owned uh, restaurants and um he gave me a chance, and it was up to me whether I wanted to take that chance or not. Mm-hmm. And I've watched what he have done in the community. Yep. I've watched what Bueller Ralph have done in the community. Harold Warren. I've watched what Charlie and uh, uh, Gene Gibbons have done. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Norm Stewart have done. I have a lot of great mentors that uh, guided me and led me, Rod Kelly and John Kelly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that I could go on and on on and on with thinking but this is what i want to say it was the strong backbone of my mom that's uh always showed love and gave love yeah and so when you take that and mix it with everything else you have seen and done it's up to you 
to move forward. And that's what I did. Yeah. Your mother is still living. She's in a nursing home here in Columbia and uh, on lockdown thanks to COVID. But uh, uh, you got to see her a couple weeks ago through the window of her um, of her room. But uh, I had the same experience with my mother this past weekend. But it's uh, that's a tough time. But uh, we, we want to hear more about your story here in a second. But I, I want to say hello to Shonda because uh, Shonda is a name that uh, maybe not as many people know. But uh, no, but she is doing some big things in this community. You have formed this new coalition and we want to talk about that but talk about your background um what's what what brought you to where you are right now um i'm actually i grew up here in columbia missouri i had moved away i brought my kids back here in 2008 because um i love the community Mm -hmm. um i thought it was a safe place for my kids to be able to live get a good education the school system um and so that was the reason why we had came back we did move after that and for a while to dallas texas and then we recently me and my youngest daughter just moved back again um in 2018 Mm mm-hmm um, because I, my older children were here oh. with their families, and so she kind of wanted to be around mm. more family, things like that. So we had came back. Um, my background really is in managed care, but doing quality process improvements, um, mm. health initiatives. So yeah. I already had that background with um, with that aspect yeah. of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. So you, um, your your story is uh, really compelling because you suffered a an immense tragedy that no parent can really ever want to experience but talk about uh what happened with your daughter uh has it been over a year not yet not yet years coming up okay years coming up so this is still very raw still very fresh but uh talk about what happened with your daughter she actually um had just started college columbia college she was a freshman um with her goals of pursuing a nursing degree. Um, she was a real planner. Uh, so she already had her whole college career already planned out, even as far as when she graduated from Columbia College to her no- next program. She um, was going to, her intentions were to get into Barnes Jewish, into the DMP program or the CRNA program. Like all of that was all scheduled out. Well, she was um, caught a ride to McDonald's from a friend her vehicle she had a vehicle but she had lost her glasses mm-hmm. a couple of days before and I didn't want her driving in the evenings because she cannot see at night mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that Wednesday I had said until you get your glasses find your glasses or we go get some more when you get off of work you need to go straight to the dorm don't drive at night um, so and she didn't because yeah. she was have four children she's the one that always listened she's the one who always I've never had issues from her she's yeah. the one who always pretty much listens to what I say without yeah. and that showed that night because yeah. I wouldn't have known if she dri- had driven her car mm-hmm. she didn't instead she got on snapchat she saw someone was close she had this um, she loved going to McDonald's and getting fries and a shake or whatever the new flavor right. might be out or whatever that was a common thing for her usually when she was at home I did it drove her or my son went with her mm-hmm. But so that night, um, she wanted to go to McDonald's and she found on Snapchat, you know, they show the location. Yep. She found a, a, a family member, friend of ours, um, who was near. Mm-hmm. And so she did whatever they do on Snap, snapped them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and asked for a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was getting late, he was kind of hesitant about taking her, but he went on ahead and took her because she was kind of the baby of the family and pretty much everybody did anything that she wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was a really good kid, so no one ever had a problem doing anything for her right. anyway. Yeah. So um, he did 
I talked to her at 1118 and uh, well, we were texting at 1118 mm-hmm. about her day and about did you get your find your glasses, you know, and some other things yeah. that she had going on. And so by one o'clock, I was awakened saying that they think that she was in a shooting. And I said, that can't be right because I just spoke to her. So I'm like, you know, that just couldn't have happened well it did when he was um after he picked her up i guess someone who he wasn't friends with um had spotted him Mm -hmm. and followed them um to to mcdonald's from the dorms at columbia college kind of in and out and kind of stalked them on the way there and waited you know till they went through the drive-thru and found an opportunity on what is the name of that street grand avenue grand avenue Where it was a little darker to um, pull up behind him and come around and started shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, So the guy she was with, he was hit multiple times. He did try to cover her up, but some of the bullets, like two bullets came through him and and hit her. Yeah. So. Worst call a parent could ever receive. Yeah. And so, but that has, uh, you have been bound and determined to uh, not let that be the end of the story. You know, there's, 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 uh, uh, in, in the spirit of, of, of really your daughter's spirit, you're ready to do some work. And, uh, so you have formed this, this not for profit. Uh, you're going to turn evil into good. And, um, so we, we want to talk about that. Um, why, why is it? I mean, I guess it's, it should be obvious to most people, but, uh, you know, we, we had a, this week we had a, a, a shooting and a murder in Douglas Park. Uh, we, 4th of July, we had a, a, a mother and a young child get, get murdered. Uh, you know, the violence is all around us. And, and, you know, we pride ourselves in Columbia and Boone County of being just a, this amazing place to live. But it's sort of a tell of two cities. I mean, there's, there's a level of violence that is, is taking place. And you want to do something about it. Talk, talk about your organization. Well, actually, um, it was me and Reverend Gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when this happened, he stepped in, and I didn't know what to do as far as funeral arrangements. I mean, you know, this was just something that I was just in shock. Mm-hmm. He stepped in, and he helped me through that process and let me know he's got my back. He's going to, um, you know, I don't have to worry. Yeah. And he was, and he did that. Yeah. And he had a lot of people, and I had a lot of people reaching mm-hmm. out, like, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? What do you need from us? And at that time, I remember we uh, had a meeting with the Boys and Girls Club, and and he had um, we had a he had a friend who he introduced me to, who was a paramedic, and he runs the EMS service here at um, University. And so he introduced me to Evan and Valerie. And so we were sitting at the Boys and Girls Club, and I was just like, I don't know. But then, and then, but I had because I still had so many things going on. One of the things that really resonated to me is like there was no one there that was able to help her mm-hmm. until you know and those those minutes make a difference yep. and so i was like i want to do something where we can teach people layman cpr and stop the bleed yeah in case they're ever in that situation mm-hmm. and those knowing those things having just even the basic knowledge to be able to do something until the paramedics arrive till help arrives could be life-changing for someone it could it could save a life yeah so we sat in there at the table and we were like, well, what do you want to call it? <laughs> I mean, it all just kind of just fell together. And so, yeah, that's how I got started. Yeah. So that was one of the first things. And we had that event November 11th, November 10th of uh, that year at, at 
2019 and mm-hmm. it turned out really well i was all nervous and afraid we had lots of participation i was mm-hmm. really happy about that and so you know then people started saying what are you guys going to do next are you having a meeting are you doing it? and i'm like ah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we had all these yeah. things that we want to do yeah and so you know our the goal the mission of boom county community against violence is actually advocacy and that was also that came about because during that time i had reverend gray i had my family i had friends i had a lot of support and it was really hard for me to get up a lot of days i didn't eat um and i know that there are some people who go through these things with no one Mm -hmm. and so i really started thinking about that i mean and i have hard days now still there's some days you know fortunately i I'm flexible with my schedule and I work for myself. So some days I can just kind of be like, you know what? I can't do this today. But I know that there are some people who don't have anyone. Mm -hmm. And I know that whenever they're trying to get to these resources, it's like, here you go. Call this number. And I know people need more than that. Yeah. When you're in that place, you don't have that ability sometimes to call another number Mm -hmm. when you're trying to reach out for help. And so that's how when we first started, you know, we were doing these things of crime prevention through environmental design. We took that to the city council. But that was the that's the main goal and mission of uh, Boone County Community Against Violence Mm -hmm. is advocacy and helping people get to the resources and letting them know about the resources that are available to them. But not just like, here you go, dropping them off, but walking them through that process so that they can Mm -hmm. get the services that they need. Because it's easy to give up and just get into yourself and then just shut people off. So, Reverend Gray, this Shonda story is unfortunately a story that is all too familiar to you. There's a lot of Shonda Hamiltons out there. No one quite like Shonda Hamilton, I'm sure. But, but you know, there's a lot of mothers out there that that are going through this horrific grieving process. And um, there's just nowhere to turn. What's going on? You know, Fred, when I look at all of this, when I see a Miss Hamilton and... Uh, even before dealing with her, I've dealt with so many other families who are out here that's hurting. I, I tell people, you will never understand until you get out there in the streets and see what's going on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I want people to know, uh, let's look back at the other night uh, down at Douglas Park. Two uh, people down there, they get into it. One of the young men uh, that did the shooting, who was on the run and considered armed and dangerous, he called his brother. His brother brought a gun down and shot a good young kid, a guy that will give his shirt off his back instead of talking through things or just letting it go. Senseless, senseless killings. There was two people down there that did... Uh, uh, the stop the bleeding to try to stop yeah. him yeah. for bleeding out that was at our uh, event. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it hit one of the main arteries. And of course, you bleed out. And so there's a lot of uh, stuff in our community that unless we go and take it to them, they're not going to come to us. Yeah. And when we come back from this break, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the underlying causes and some of the things that are happening in our communities. And we're going to talk about how all this stuff is intertwined uh, that leads to violence. We are visiting with Shonda Hamilton, who is the founder of the Boone County Community Against Violence, and the Reverend James Gray. Back after this on the CEO Roundtable, this is Hot Talk 93.9 The Evening.
mighty nice people. Inside Columbia with Red Perry on Hot Talk 93.9, The Eagle. Welcome back to the second segment of the CEO Roundtable. Good Saturday morning to you all. Glad that you have joined us. We are visiting with the co-founders of the Boone County Community Against Violence, the Reverend James Gray and uh, Shonda Hamilton. And, and if you were listening to the first segment, you heard the very compelling, heart-wrenching story of how uh, Shonda lost her youngest daughter in Columbia last year to a shooting. And uh, But here's a mother and a local uh, community leader who is going to change things in our community. And I, you know, this is all sort of tied together. And I think that sometimes it's really hard uh, to have these conversations uh, because it seems like there's an awful lot of people at the table that maybe have ulterior motives. Um, but w- talk, a, I want to just try to, if, and we have such a limited amount of time, but I want to get into the underlying causes of violence in our community um james i'll start with you what what's going on what what is causing this violence so fred let's let's take a couple examples uh just a couple weeks ago um young man who done my wedding reception a good guy was killed downtown uh in columbia Mm um ended up catching a young man for whatever reason or beef people have with each other is this the guy that was killed at 10th and locust yes Uh, yes and we didn't hear much about that we didn't hear much about that i ended up assisting uh the family with the funeral and and all of that let's look at the young man that uh got killed out at uh uh, medway in the medway area Mm -hmm. uh he was a uh, uh, Caucasian and um, uh, we didn't hear much about that but still yet uh, I, I have to be involved with stuff like that so so when I look at everything and, and all the killings they know um, who's doing it um, they, the, the police the police yeah. uh, the, the, the prosecutor and a setter setter and we our laws are just so crazy here because we have had uh, people that have done a crime and they got two or three other crimes that they have not been uh, that have not went to court yet. So all of a sudden they out on one case. They do something else. They out on another case. They do something else. And then a setter setter. Well, let's look at the shooting out at uh, level up. Mm-hmm. At Columbia Mall. At Columbia Mall. Yeah. Let, let's take a look at that. That young man that they are saying that uh, there's two young guys that did the shootings. They're still looking for them. Um, the young man that got shot, uh, they are tying him in with so many other shootings that happened in Columbia. Yeah, they're charging They're charging him. With, yes. Yeah. yeah, but they hold him on other counts. So, uh, to, to hold him so they could look in to the other murders. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the guys who has a family member that was involved with, uh, killing her daughter. Yeah. And so we look at that. 
and 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 Lord forbid. And then one of the things that the is that, that a problem with the criminal justice system, or is that a problem with the is that a problem with law enforcement, or is that a problem with the prosecutor, or is that a problem in the court system? It's a problem in the court system because watch this, Fred. Um, one of the things that goes on in uh, the no snitching rule mm-hmm. because if you snitch, you'll come up dead yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so they have nobody to protect them, and it's just not a. It's been going on for years, whether you mafia or whoever you are. It's been going on for years, and so how do we protect people to say, "I'm going to protect you"? The other night down at Douglas with the shooting, I tell you what: within an hour, the police department have a description, the person's name, and cars, and all of that, because people are saying. Uh, we are tired, but this is the reason why they saying that, Fred, because we are out in the community letting people know we got your back. Yeah. And it's okay to tell. It's okay. You could either be part of the problem or you could be part of the solution. Yeah. Now folks are getting tired because watch this. It's no longer black lives matter to me. You absolutely right. But black on black crime we killing one another we gotta have that conversation and the unfortunate part of that is also that a lot of the people that are being murdered are people who are not even involved into this street life innocent bystanders yes yeah there are people who are not involved in any of well i think we saw that on the fourth of july you know what i mean and and i i um but 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 let's dig a little deeper though i mean i what what is we've heard a lot because of the murder of uh of um uh the uh the 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 gentleman in in um Douglas Park no the murder of the man in Minneapolis that, that uh, started the riots yes. and yes. and so I, I have his name written here in front of me George Floyd yes um you know it really brought to the surface a lot of conversations about racism about social in, uh, injustice and and uh other issues that are in our community but oh, Someone once told me, um, and this is back when I was on the, the uh, commissioner for the housing authority. Somebody told me that, that, um, Columbia really isn't, Columbia Moon County really isn't a racist place. The, the, the form of racism that you see in Columbia Moon County is the lack of, um, economic opportunity. Uh, that, that a lot of these kids really just don't have any hope about their future because they don't see the economic opportunity that should be there. Uh, I mean, is that, is, is that one of the, the underlying causes that's creating this unrest, this, this desire to turn towards violence? Between that, Fred, yes, and also education. Um, hope. Um, even with the pandemic going on right now, mm-hmm. whether you're black or white as a kid, yeah. uh, we, we don't see hope. So, so yes, but watch this. There are plenty to me jobs out there. Whether you want to work or not, that's all up to you. Mm-hmm. And so, so with all of this going on with, uh, and, and I'm going to share this with you and I know I'm going to make some people mad, but that's okay. Racism is real here in Columbia. Okay. It just happened to me, uh, over at the university hospital. Uh, but that's not going to stop me from doing what I do mm-hmm. as a black man. But other people, 
it might stop them in their tracks. It'll stop yeah. them in their track. Yeah. But as I tell people, that has nothing to do with me. It's what they're going through in life. Mm-hmm. We have our, our tagline for Boone County Community Against Violence is to advocate, empower, and inspire. Mm. Because we do want them to, We just because we're helping them get to these services, and like I said, it doesn't necessarily just be, you don't just necessarily have to be um, a victim of crime. Like I said, we mm. are help, I'm working with someone right now who wants to get a paternity test to take care of his child. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that will help families and things like that. Yeah. Fathers being involved, we do all sorts of things. And um, so just because we're starting them out, helping them, we're getting them into the directions of financials, learning how to take care of their finances. We're trying to empower them to be self-sufficient, to be able to learn how to self-advocate for themselves, but just leading them into that direction. Yeah. So definitely socioeconomics makes a difference, but, and that's important, and if we have children who are growing up, you know, in households that don't have that, so we like to start with the parents as well, so that the parents can also um, teach their children, mm-hmm. so that we can start making generational changes and things like that, but it's like we don't only just work with we're, we're trying to get connected with all types of agencies because mm-hmm. we're not trying to do what they do. We're trying to get the people to the services to get the learning to be able to that they should be provided anyway yeah. because they're getting paid yeah. to do. They're getting money yeah, to do these things. Yeah. You said something during the break that uh, I, I was really uh, uh got my attention and and uh and it's because of your professional background but but one of the things that you really pay attention to is is measurable outcomes you know metrics uh you one of the things that uh, that seems like it's a very high priority for for Boone County community against violence is being able to demonstrate the effectiveness of the of the programming that you're providing talk a little bit about that so as I said earlier, I was in managed care, and some people hate managed care. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a, it's I a love reality. Managed yeah. care. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of the reasons why is because um, I was in process improvements, quality management, and mm-hmm. that's what we did. We did initiatives. We did health initiatives. Um, and we <clears throat> so we did those. We had our uh, plans that we were going to do, and we followed and tracked them on a monthly basis, yearly rolling, and and we looked at what didn't work. And then we would change those things. And so I'm used to to, to measuring outcomes. Yeah. And it's exciting whenever you are following an intervention that you have created and then you see the rates increase. That's yeah. like exciting to me. Yeah. And so and I know so me and Reverend Gray are like we're so different but we're so alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have this just wonderful uh You certainly look very different. <laughs> We have this wonderful relationship because he always gets on me because I'm always like, we got to have this. Because for us right now, I think we're going to do really great things. We're doing great things right now. But it's just for me, when I think of the big picture, us being able to build our capacity, we're going to keep doing what we're doing anyway. And yeah. we find out what if we figure out ways to get them done. But for me right now, our capacity building is so important because I want people to see that what we are doing is actually making a difference. And like yeah. you said, the two people that were there um, were two people that was at our stop the bleed our health expo yeah, yeah. and because we did that they were able to i mean he didn't survive but they had that basic knowledge yeah. to be able to do that yeah. those are the type of things that we're trying to do and we're trying to build awareness in the community and we're trying to you know we i'm very vocal on facebook in different places hey you know something say something yeah. i would do it for you i would do it for your family mm-hmm. i would do there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to as a community stand together and talk and if we have more people standing together 
then maybe we can make changes within our community. And also, we don't even just within our community. When I say community, I'm talking about the whole entire Boone County. Yeah. That was a very big reason, too, that we said Boone County, because we mean everyone, whether mm-hmm. you're black or white, male, whatever you are. No matter where you wanna, live. Yes, no matter where you live. Yeah. Ashland, we want to help you. Yeah. If you have, if we, if we, there's a need that we can help provide for you, we want to help you. Yeah. Fred, uh, I just want to do a follow-up with uh, uh, what she's talking about, because I, I want folks to understand all Caucasian people are not bad people. Um, you have good Caucasian people. We have great police officers. We have great doctors. Uh, one of the things that I learned in my years of living, we have not because we ask not. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that have really discouraged even a lot of our young African-American people is because they have been turned down so many times and even applying for simple jobs and you know just as well as I do a young man that comes out of the uh, penitentiary mm-hmm. and uh, they they want to do West right but because they have that record uh, they cannot get jobs yeah. and, and and people really look down on them and so one of our missions is is even dealing with that and giving them hope and saying guess what we're going to find somebody to give you a job yeah. because we don't want you to return back to the penitentiary because there are good people out here and please do not judge uh everybody by what you see in one person yeah well you know it's interesting but you know i'm sitting here as a middle-aged white guy and to the words coming out of your mouth that not all caucasians are bad people is shocking to me you know what i mean it's like wow uh is that is that where we are i mean is that and and i think that what's interesting is and and I think this is sort of the answer to most of life's problems but until you put yourself in somebody else's shoes whether it's a young man that's just getting out of prison that that can't get a job at McDonald's uh if it's uh, a woman who at one o'clock in the morning gets a call and says her daughter has just been fatally shot you know put yourself in Shonda's shoes and imagine you know uh that certainly defines your perspective. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so I want to ask both of you this question. If you could, and, and it's kind of a stupid question, but I, and, and we may have to wait until after this break to do it, but I'll give you some time to think about it. But, but if you could wave a magic wand, you know what I mean? If you could, uh, plant that magic seed, um, to put an end to the violence that we're experiencing currently in Columbia and Boone County, what are the solutions? What, what are the fixes? And, and they may be big, big, big fixes. But but what are the answers? We are talking with James Gray and Shonda Hamilton. They are the co-founders of Boone County Community Against Violence. We'll be back right after this on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. He's breaking down what's going on inside Columbia. It's Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. (laughs) 
And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable. Good Saturday morning. Glad that you all have tuned in. I hope you've enjoyed the first two segments. I tell you what, I'm impressed by the passion of our guest uh, and the way that they want to change our community for the better. And uh, before we wrap up this morning, we're going to find out a couple of ways that you can help them uh, accomplish their their goals here in uh, Boone County. Um, we are visiting with the co-founders of the Boone County Community Against Violence. And it is uh, the Reverend James Gray and Shonda Hamilton. And uh, very compelling stories, both of them. But the, before the break, I asked you a question. What, if you could wave a magic wand to put an end to the kind of violence we've been seeing, it seems like we've been seeing this kind of violence just nonstop for the last few years. But if you could wave a magic wand, uh, what would you do? What would you hope to accomplish? Um, James, I'm going to start with you. You know, Fred, what I would hope that we could do is not judge a lot of the people for a lot of the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think you said it best. Let's walk in their shoes. Let's understand where they come from or what they're going through because we ain't always been like this yeah. either. Well, what are the barriers to that? The the barrier is is uh look at the heart. Mm-hmm. Look at Sunday morning. Look at Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the color of the skin. Mm-hmm. Because we all uh, have that in us. But let's remove hate, hatred with one another. Is it hate or is it fear? It's, it's, it's a combination of both. Hmm. Because when me as a heavyset African-American guy and I got a deep voice mm-hmm. and my voice carry, people get intimidated by it. <laughs> but I'm just well, a big old teddy bear. Yeah trying to do what's right for my community. Mm-hmm. So the other way that I think that we could do this, and I, I I want the Caucasian people to know that it's okay to let's start having real conversations. Mm-hmm. And we don't do that. Well, what does that look like? I mean, what's the format? The, um, is, is there anybody in this community trying to do that? Uh, well, maybe this radio show this morning. This radio yeah. show is, is a step try- in the right direction. The radio show is trying to say it's okay to be who you are and what you are, but it's not okay when we don't come together and do anything about what's yeah. going on. Stop giving lip service it, to let, it. And, yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. there's a lot of people in this community that 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 w- say that they are doing stuff, but they're not. Uh, I want to give kudos to uh, uh, Shelter Insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend met more out there when we said that we need a computer mm-hmm. uh, to track stuff. And by the way, we need about uh, uh, three more computers so we could continue to do our great work because we got counselors on our staff mm-hmm. that not even being paid that we're trying to accomplish stuff. So I want to say, Matt Moore, thank you from Shelter Insurance. And Matt said we could do more. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for these companies saying we want to do more. We want to make an impact. And watch this, Fred. I don't want them to say we want to make an impact because we feel sorry for these yeah. people. I want them to say we want to make an impact because that's who we are. And if we could get folks like that 
to say that Fred Perry is one of my county commissioner, and I'm going to put him on the spot, and I'm going to put uh, Jan Thomas and uh, Artwell on the spot because they got this big old thing called Boone County Community um, that helps uh, the the different organization uh, faces and all of that, and giving money to all of these people. Well, I'm going to ask them to give us some money because it makes a difference when you sit in your office and you expect people to come to you they don't come to you we got to go out and we got to yeah. reach you those people them. yeah and 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 that's the type of help we need fred because if we're going to get stuff accomplished we got to go out because i don't care if you black white yellow or blue they are not going to come to you mm-hmm you got to go to them. Yeah. That's what's going to make a difference. Yeah. So, uh, Shonda, you have, uh, uh, you didn't get off the hook here. You, uh, I'm asking, I, I, I <laughs> you thought he talked long enough that, uh, you, I wouldn't ask you the question, but, but what is the silver bullet? What, what is the magic wand? What's, what's that, uh, that magic seed you can plant that would get rid of violence in our community? I don't think that violence is totally going to be re getting, we're not going to just get rid of violence. Mm-hmm. But there's too many different um, aspects of violence. Like we have um, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. We have, and especially with COVID-19 and people yeah. um, at home in the house, working from home. All day um, Laid off yeah. of work with no spouses that they're not used to yeah. doing. Exactly. Uh, we have people now who are drinking more. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different things like that. So I don't think there's going to be different things that will cause, you know, underlying reasons for people to become violent because of depression, hopelessness, sadness. Um but I think that um, what we do try to do is try to reduce the violence and so and give them other ways of learning how to cope with these things mm-hmm. that um, could be the possibility. You know, so we give the people who are suffering from trauma and grief and those job losses, because even though we say we also talk about death loss, but also non death loss and loss like a loss of a job, yeah. things like that. So if we're, again, helping people get to the resources and following them through that process, following up with them, because that's the other thing that we do is follow-ups. We check on them, see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So helping them get to those things and being teaching them where to go yeah. and if they're if we're able to lead them to a counselor to give them because a lot of people don't like to go see counselors mm-hmm. they don't they feel like they can take care of things on their yeah. own it's a yeah. stigma yeah like after um the fourth of july we were out there on the streets and we had worked with a, another counseling agency and we said hey we're offering free acute trauma counseling mm-hmm. right now because there was a lot of people that were affected by that directly and indirectly yeah. and so you didn't have to be live on volunteer you didn't have to if you had a you were a child and you went to school with the yeah. you know when the children or your friend or um the if you even if you weren't if you didn't know anybody and it was like oh my gosh and just mentally mess you we call us and we'll get you directed to where you need to go mm-hmm. had them that we talked to personally so it's not even again we're going to give you a number hey i have this person could you go ahead and give them a call and then follow up with them to see if they make their appointment things like that we did that follow up like so it's like <clears throat> like i said i don't think violence could be we're never going to get rid of violence but i think it starts with us being able to figure out some of the um things that people are going through and giving showing them leading them to the people that are that can help them deal and cope um learn new ways of coping mm-hmm. with things so if, 
for our listeners who are who are listening and and uh, you know i'm sitting here and i'm like going wow then those parents you know when you yeah. start with the parents then that goes down to the children because yeah. in the parenting skills if you need parenting classes if you need some financial classes yeah those things like that that all goes down and the children see that yeah and then so that's the only way that they can even learn too if they're going to learn if they're going to start emulating their their um parents yeah you know I, I'm, I'm sorry i know no, you go right forever. ahead yeah you're good. and you know and it's so funny it's like and my daughter, everyone used to call her Little Shonda, Mini Me. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because um, she really kind of was. Mm-hmm. She really was. And it's like she always was like trying to do something. And people say, oh, you're just trying to keep busy because, you know, of you lost her. I'm like, I already did this anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was already like my mind always was always moving to here to there. And I was always doing multiple things anyway. I had four children. Yeah. And I had to learn how to time management and navigate. And all my children played sports. So they mm-hmm. were into this. And, you you know, um, she was in band as well. She was like, so in school, she wanted to do so many things. She never had, she had to drop things because she didn't have enough room on her schedule. Mm-hmm. But I think about it and it's like, she, you know, I remember one time we were in the car and she said, I want to be just like you. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to be like me. And she's like, oh mom, but I do because you know, you're, you're pretty and you're smart and you work so hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. And then the things that she did, it showed because that's what she was doing. Our children do emulate us. Yeah. And so it's really important if we can get with the parents and teach them those. And we have a lot of children. I mean, kids who are having kids. My oldest daughter had a baby at 16, mm-hmm. had to work really hard for her to understand. You're 16 years old. You're most likely going to be able to because I didn't want my daughter to be a statistic and fall into that into that realm of oh you had a baby at 16 you're not gonna be able to take care of your kid yeah she makes her own money she works she's uh, but i had to get lead her in that direction it's so funny because i was already doing this before i was doing this right even within my own household i was doing this but now you're doing it with a a new level of purpose Mm -hmm. a new level of passion yeah have two sons they've never but it's it's hard work and so again it's because it's what we give to our children and what we show our children yeah so it's so important that we work with parents with young children or just parents period who need help in those directions and managing their lives because it's stressful when you have children so for this to be successful it's got to be a multi-pronged approach i mean yeah it would be great if people wrote checks to the organization to give you the resources that you need to do things but uh but i think when i heard you earlier james it was like hey it it's it's sort of like following Matt Morris' example at Shelter. Yeah, I'm, I'll give you a computer, but I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to be part of the conversation. Um, what is it that, as a result of being with us this morning, what is it that you hope our listeners take away from this? Um, what, what what do you want them? What do you want them to do as a result of this conversation? Well, what I would really love for them to do is. Take a person like Matt Moore, take a person like Fred Perry and uh, uh, say, what is it that I could do to be part of the solution instead of sitting back and watching? And me and Fred, we go back a long way. And um, Fred calls me about stuff in our community and we talk about it. And and because he is willing and wanting to understand. But then what I really love about him is he says, now, I just don't want to listen, but I want to do something. I've watched Fred take money out of his pocket Mm -hmm. and give to families to say whatever I could do. 
and he's doing it from his heart. So what I'm hoping that we could get out of this is we could get more people to say, let's sit down, let's have this conversation. And I want to thank the people that's already doing that with me. I want to thank the people that's saying, Rev, we trust you, we believe you, but we want to do something. I want more people to come forward to say, uh, we want to make a difference. One of the big things that I want people to also to get with this, because we never expect one of our loved ones to die or be killed or whatever, but especially our younger people, who thinks about taking life insurance yeah. out on a kid yeah. at a young age? We don't yeah. visual that. So I want people to come forward and say, how can we help? Yeah. All right. How can people help? Because we got one minute left. And uh, what? What? Tell us about a website or a Facebook page or a phone number people can call. So we do have a. Um, we're working on the website still, mm-hmm. but we have a Facebook page, Boone County Community Against Violence. Okay. Oh, we are five hundred. Uh, oh yeah, five hundred one c three. You're you're legitimate uh, not for profit. Are. Yeah, congratulations. So, yes. so, I know yes. that's that's hard. Yes. So congratulations. So, and that's because we have a lot of support people out here supporting us. Um, that do come and help us with the five hundred one c three. The sixty page application. Yeah. Well, we actually got to be. We were able to do the short form. So we got it's forty pages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got the, well, it's great to have so you both in this behind. video. I mean, it's really it's an inspiring story. Uh, Shonda, you have such a compelling story, and Reverend James, you've been given to the community for so many years people know where your heart is uh james gray reverend james gray shonda hamilton uh, co-founders of the boone county community against violence thank you for joining us this morning we will be back next saturday morning with another edition of the ceo roundtable you've been listening to hot talk 93.9 the eagle this city is my city and i love